What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm sorry, what? I am your host, Ashley Jeffries, and honestly, today we're going to get a little deep, but talk about some fun things as well. Mix it up a little bit, you know, can't keep, can't be too serious on an episode. Um, sometimes it might be, but today, not so much. First of all, I just want to say I've had an extremely frustrating day. Um, I just clocked out of work to literally record the podcast. Not that I was done working. Um, I still have work to do, even though I've already worked nine hours today. But my internet went out this morning for about an hour and a half, so that delayed me getting my work started. And then things kind of blew up in my work environment throughout the day. A lot of frustrating things took place. And so I'm going to have to clock back in later to get some more hours in to get some things knocked out. Not ideal, but you know, sometimes it has to happen. But I wanted to make sure that I recorded the podcast at least. I might have to wait to edit it until tomorrow, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way in case you hear some frustrations in my voice. I'm definitely in a mood. Um, I really highly debated on taking a couple shots before doing this because you know what? I needed to loosen up a little bit, but I didn't do it. I'm really trying not to drink until Christmas Eve, but I, I don't know if that's going to happen today. We will see, I guess. I want to kick it off with the kind of intense conversation because this has been heavy on my mind for seven-ish months now, and that is cancel culture. Um, why is this a thing, and why the fuck are we dragging up stuff from literally 10 years ago for people, especially if... A person has not made actions like that in the past 10 years since they made that action and they've already apologized since doing that said thing and now we're just dragging random shit up again making it resurface and making them have to apologize again and again and again when they've already changed their actions they've already proved that they're a better person leave people alone like do we understand that cancel culture is bullying to a new level like we are ruining some people's lives and I think we tend to forget that people on social media like even though it's just pictures or it's just videos like everybody is a human being our actor the actors that we idolize the singers that we idolize everybody that we idolize they're actual human beings it's not like they're robots like they have feelings they see these things that we're saying and honestly we're putting them in an extremely dark place and the fact that whenever these people bring that up and they say th those comments are hurting them, like they're being brought down even more. Like they're being bullied even harder because they're showing their feelings. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't let them know that they got to you. But sometimes enough is enough and sometimes you have to bring it to light that your feelings are being hurt and kind of show what mental state you're in because... You guys, we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what their daily thoughts are, what's going on in their brains, what they battle. We don't know any of that information. We show what we choose to show to people. Every single one of us, not just influencers, not just celebrities, every single one of us shows certain chooses to show certain parts of ourselves to the to the public and to the people around us. And other things we keep private. Every single one of us does it. So if we do it as quote-unquote normal people, as some people would say, then, yeah, the people that we idolize also do that. But I also don't understand, if we idolize somebody, why are we ripping them apart? Why are we doing this set thing? Is it to... Because a part of me is like, a lot of people are doing this to, to get their 20 seconds of fame. 
10 seconds of fame, whatever the fuck it is, whatever the saying is, I feel like a lot of the times that's what it is because I also tend to think sometimes people are making up stories to get these people canceled. Like, which brings me to another point. Like, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. You can't believe everything you read. People literally get paid, like tabloids get paid to make up false information about people. So you have to be very, very cautious about a scenario. And if somebody chooses not to speak on whatever the fuck it is on the internet, it could mean it's true and they just don't want to talk about it because they don't have to defend themselves. They don't owe us that explanation of anything going on. Or it's not true and they shouldn't have to defend themselves to say it's not true. Like, leave these people alone. It's not right. And I feel like cancel culture and the toxicity of everything got larger during throughout this pandemic like none of us have anything better to do with our days so of course we sit on social media whenever we're not if we're not working from home or whatever the situation is we're on social media every single one of us for the most part and it has gotten so bad that the people that I love and that I follow I see you could see in the content that that is being created just people's like face changes like you can see that they're not in a good place so I don't see why somebody would see that like it's very noticeable to see that somebody's persona has or like the way they carry themselves has changed because of the place that they're in so why would you want to make that worse like I just don't understand it I don't understand bullying as a whole and so I think that's why this topic has been very very heavy on my mind because all of these actions are unacceptable. Like, we're already going through a hard time in the world. We're in a pandemic. We're literally nine months in, almost ten months into a pandemic. Like, we're closer to March than we are freaking August. So, we're approaching a year of this, and yet all that we've accomplished is tearing each other down and making things a lot worse for everybody around us. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't, I don't understand it whatsoever. And it's just, I, I I don't know, it just really frustrates me. And I've always been very invested into social media. And I, anytime I find a creator that I like or a celebrity that I like, I end up becoming invested into their lives and invested into the content. And 9 out of 10 times, I follow those people throughout their entire time. Like, I don't typically stop watching a creator's content unless I grow out of the content that they're creating like if they're not growing with me then sometimes I do stop watching them but I will always support them if that makes any sense whatsoever and I just I could never fathom saying the things that I see or said to them to anybody in life not even just a like content creator like there's people that I don't like and I do genuinely make it very clear that I do not like them but I will never bully somebody. Like, I would never make up a lie about somebody. Like, I, I just, I don't see the point in it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know if it's because I was bullied my entire life. And so that's why I just, this like hurts my heart to see these people going through it. But I, I think also at the same time, on the flip side, like I, I also enjoy creating content. Like, even if I don't have millions and millions of followers, like the, the people that I, that do follow me, I appreciate every single one of them and I would never want any of them to talk to me the way that some of you guys talk to the people that you follow or like not even follow and it, it I just anytime someone comments on one of my videos or one of my posts I get really nervous to ever read it because I I don't want to see something negative because I know that it's very easy for me to go into a dark place 
because of the things that I've been through and the way my brain functions. And so I, I just genuinely would never want to cause that on somebody. And if you hear my voice cracking, I've been very emotional for the past few weeks. So I might bust out into tears at some point during this episode. I'm not too sure. I'm very unpredictable at this point. I, I think the note that we need to take from this is, like I said earlier, we don't know what's going on in people's lives. We, we don't see everything that plays out or have context to everything or anything, really. We, we get the little bit of tidbits that they decide to express or share with us as people that, that watch and follow them. Um, so we, we really need to stop jumping to conclusions and believing things that are posted because a lot of the times, if you look at something closely, like, it's very obvious to see when things are edited. Like, it is so... Photoshop has, gr like, grown out of this world. Like, the things that you could Photoshop now are just absurd. If somebody can post, like, a, a plain picture on Snapchat, just, like, with the filter and just staring at the camera being the bad bitch that they are and somebody can screenshot that photo and go photoshop like a snapchat line on it and make it look like they sent that snapchat and sent some like derogatory statement to them and i feel like a lot of the times this happens to them whenever a they're in a relationship and now that person's in a cheating scandal and you possibly just ruin that person's relationship aka like you guys did to not not everybody but like like people did to um Griffin Johnson and Dixie D'Amelio. I know they've both moved on, they're both over the situation, but that's that whole situation just genuinely does not sit right with me, and I talked about it, I think, last episode, so if you want to hear my take on it, go listen to that. I won't speak any more on that, but that's an example of how of what that could cause. You could literally ruin somebody's relationship, they could be perfectly happy, and then if they get 15 photos from 15 different girls of photoshopped Snapchat pictures... Like, if they're not confident and not secure in their relationship, they're going to believe that. And that's not fair to that person that you're sending that to. You're ruining their take on relationships, possibly. And you're ruining their relationship as a whole. So, like, that's a thing. And then people... I don't know how people do this, but people can make, like, fake text messages. I see that shit all over TikTok. And I'm like, how'd you do that? Honestly, like, how do you guys do that? Not that I, like, would want to make a fake conversation over text messages, but, like, I, I, I just... It blows my mind what you guys can do on Photoshop or whatever editing app it is that you're using. That might not even be Photoshop. I don't know what... I'm, I'm not even good at editing my own photos that I post on Instagram. So, like, I don't understand how people do it. But just... We have to be very cautious and we can't jump to conclusions. We can't believe everything that we see. And for the people that are editing photo, like fake photos like that... Your 10 seconds of fame might be cool for the second, but I highly encourage you to take a, like a step back and reflect on what it was that you just did and maybe also take a look at like the the domino effect that you just caused because a lot 9 out of 10 times because 9 out of 10 times you just caused somebody to go to a really dark place and and not believe in relationships and and think that every relationship that they're in is going to be like that and and it's just not fair it's not right so to end this topic all i'm going to say is we need to cancel cancel culture ladies and gentlemen that shit is not healthy it is not nice you are bullying and you need to keep that in mind and like I said, please take a step back and self-reflect if you are a person that is canceling somebody or bullying in general. Thank you very much for listening to my TED Talk. Now let's jump on to the next topic. So fake relationships is the next topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, 
so <laughs> the first statement that I have written down is I didn't understand why someone would be faking it in a, like faking being in a relationship or fake being back with their ex and then when I studied clickbait now that I'm back into YouTube and creating content to make myself happy and find myself again I studied the clickbait and I very quickly realized that the people I follow tend to get back with their ex quote unquote but won't confirm it when they have a project or like a project's being released or some big news is coming and honestly that's a business move that's a boss move I'm here for it I get it now that I've studied everything and do what you gotta do but if that's not the case on the flip side if you're just faking a relationship just because like just for the fun of it what the fuck are you doing there's many points to this a you could be missing out on a potential actually healthy relationship and b from personal experiences if you're faking a relationship and the other person does not know that you are faking the relationship i would hope it's mutual if you're faking a relationship for the internet but you you never know if you're faking a relationship and the other person does not know that you are faking it, you are going to break that person's heart. You are going to hurt their feelings. You're going to put them in a dark place. And like I said, that's coming from personal experience. I was in a situation where it was a one-sided relationship. And to me, that is faking a relationship. And I was in a one-sided relationship for six to seven months and had no idea until I was ghosted and was trying to figure out why the fuck I was ghosted and was searching this person's Venmo to see if I could find anything and there was like a, a dinner Venmo situation and I was like mm, that doesn't give me much like I go to dinner with my guy friends and Venmo them, Venmo them money because they paid for everything and I felt bad and I wanted to send them money so like that doesn't make me think that somebody's cheating or whatever the situation is but then that person was not smart before I was blocked on snapchat they posted a, a snapchat video of a girl and zoomed in, zoomed back out, turned the camera around, put it on their face, and like wiggled their eyebrows and smiled. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, what the fuck is this? I did not ask about it. I was too chicken shit to ask about it. This was a few years ago. I was younger. I was naive. I didn't want to believe that I was being cheated on yet again. And it's all like, honestly, kind of it's my fault because I didn't, um, DTR, define the relationship like I should have. I tend to not do that just because of fear of rejection, which I am working on. I am trying to get over that. And so I should have done that. So it is partially my fault. But at the same time, I feel like on the opposite end, that person should have made it clear that they did not want to be in a relationship with me because they did not make that clear. We were doing relationship things for many, many months. And then all of a sudden it flipped. And then fast forward about six months after the blocking and everything like that. And I realized, okay, well, we are, we are done. This is over. I then started acting like that person did not exist because we worked in the same building. Highly do not recommend doing that. For some reason, I tend to keep doing that. And that is why I've been single for the past year and a half. Because I refuse to date people that I meet in the workplace. But I don't leave my house. And I don't, like even before the pandemic, I don't like do social things to actually meet people so that was the only way I met people um my bad learned my lesson but they got they got the cold shoulder they no longer existed to me there was literally a day where we were walking into the building at the same time and I jumped in front of him to get into the revolving door and cut him off because my brain canceled him out my eyes saw him 
but when my brain registered who it was, we said, oh, you're like a ghost, you don't exist, this is my turn to get into the building. And that's exactly what I did, and because of that, I think a few weeks later, I was unblocked on Instagram, and refollowed, and then some pictures were liked. And I woke up to that, because it was like randomly in the middle of the night. And then a few weeks went by and it was really pissing me off that, that he had the balls to do that. And because he went like back, like months back to like pictures. And it frustrated me. So then whenever I went back, I think it was around Christmas, I sent him a DM and I was like, what made you unblock me and refollow me all of a sudden? And then he was like, oh, I felt bad. And I was like, okay. And then he liked my message and that was that. And then I think we talked a couple weeks after that and ended up hashing everything out and now we're on good terms we're we're good peeps um he's still a shitty person but uh I don't hold grudges it's not healthy and so I needed to to get the closure and move on from that situation for myself whether or not they moved on that is on them because they do still slide in my dms from time to time typically about every six months to be honest um haven't heard from them much during quarantine because they're around their girlfriend 24 7 so how could you dm another girl whenever you're with your girlfriend right but yeah so my point of that story is i was heartbroken for quite a while and i couldn't find myself to then get into a, a relationship that was healthy like i jumped into another situation that was even worse for me it i was um we won't get into it in this episode, actually, because I feel like that's that's a whole topic in itself. But I got into an unhealthy relationship just because I needed some. I needed at that point somebody to pay attention to me and somebody to give me um, some sort of validation that I could have somebody, and it was not the validation that I was looking for or that I needed. Because if anything, it made everything worse. So my point of this is. If it's a one-sided relationship and or a fake relationship, you are going to hurt somebody on the other end if it is not a mutual agreement. If you do not want a relationship, you need to tell that person you do not want a relationship with them. If you're in a fake relationship, make sure it's mutual and probably check in with that person and make sure that they're not catching feelings again or whatever the fuck the situation may be. Just make sure everybody is on agreed terms and if it's not agreed upon, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. You know, that's all I gotta say. And the last topic is, I don't, I think normally I have four topics, but today I only have three. And so this will probably be a short episode, but I did want to talk about, if you're under the age, I'm sorry. But ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna talk about sex. Ooh, we're getting sexy in here. Hello? Um, first of all, first question, curious, asking for a friend, are people actually having sex during quarantine. Like I would imagine there's really nothing else to do if you are living with your significant other. But at this point of quarantine, like are y'all bored? Are y'all bored of having sex? Are you switching it up? Have you been doing missionary the whole time? I would hope not. If you are, you should probably go listen to Call Her Daddy to get some tips because I can't give you any because I haven't had sex in a year and a half. So I'm not the person to give you advice. Like honestly, I hope you're all getting creative with it. You could also like google some positions if you are just doing mission missionary. Like do some research, you know, maybe watch some porn together. I don't know. Porn's a little unrealistic, but like watching porn together, like that could turn you on and you can like, I don't know, experiment with some things. Who knows? Depends on what kind of porn you're watching. And on that same note, um, I feel like, I mean, not on the same note, but on the sex note, I did want to talk to the ladies for a second. A, 
Ladies, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. If you do not have a significant other or if you live alone like myself, I hope that you have invested in some toys during this quarantine. You know, take care of yourself. An orgasm a day keeps the stress away, I like to tell myself. Like straight up, if I, if I get stressed out, I tend to um, try to have an orgasm. So I stick by that statement. Orgasm a day keeps the stress away. Ladies, let's talk. Um, can we normalize being the dominant one in the sexual relationship and like being comfortable with it? If you're not comfortable with it, definitely go listen to Call Her Daddy because I think that is what made me comfortable with my sexuality as a whole and comfortable with sometimes being the dominant one. I, I kind of rotate back and forth. Like sometimes I feel like being the dominant one. Other times I don't um, and I want to be dominated, if you know what I mean. Um, like I mentioned, I, I haven't had sex in over over a year, like nearly a year and a half. And I've been single for nearly two years, like definitely over a year and a half at this point. And I don't have a lot of advice because I'm not sure I remember how to have sex at this point. Um, I, I'm sure hopes, I sure hope so. Sometimes it's like riding a, a bike and you just remember how to do what you do and like remember what, you, what works for you and what you like. But I just really want, I think it's important for us to normalize that and, and to be okay with that. And, and guys, if you're listening, do not make women feel less for wanting to be the dominant one. And do not act like it's a fucking turn off. Because quite honestly, you should be happy that they want to be dominant every once in a while. Because that means less work for you. Let them take control. And you might learn a thing or two. Because I feel like women in general are just more in tune with like sexuality and, and things like that and they know what works for their body and what doesn't I feel like men a lot of the times not always and not all men but I feel like a lot of the times especially in the, in the situations that I've been in they are only in for them to finish and for them to come and I think it's perfectly perfectly okay for women to be like um I haven't finished yet so you either keep going or you better figure something out to get me to finish because if I have to finish myself off, I'm going to be pissed. Pissed, ladies and gentlemen. We are pissed when we have to finish ourselves off. And also, side note, ladies, we need to stop faking it. Like, why, why do we do that? Like, why is it a gut instinct to just fake that we finished and fake an orgasm to make these dudes feel better about themselves? Get the fuck out of my face. I'm on a new wave of life. If I don't finish, you are going to know. You're absolutely going to know. Hopefully my neighbor doesn't hear me like just talking to myself and like yelling in a microphone because that's awkward. Um, these walls are very thin. But when I'm back in the game, you guys, you best believe that we're going to go on a motherfucking journey together. We're going to navigate that sexual experience and that relationship as a whole together. And I hope whoever I date next is okay with that because their stories are going to be shared. Will their name be shared? Never. We'll keep it classified here. But until I go on that journey and embark on that new life experience, we're just going to talk about past experiences. But with that being said, you guys are going to have to wait until the next episode to hear a past experience or a future episode. I don't have next week planned out yet, but I need to plan it out um, because there's no way in hell I could ever wing one of these episodes. Also, side note, this episode was actually recorded last week but the audio file got all jacked up and I've been doing vlogmas and recording a podcast, editing a podcast, filming a YouTube video every day and editing that YouTube video at night so that way it's posted 
and live the next morning, it is stressful. It is very much so a stressful experience and I can only handle so much of it. So hang in there, stick with me, and I will talk to you guys next week. Stay beautiful, stay happy, stay humble. Ladies, go get that O. And just remember that we are all thriving and I love each and every one of you that is listening to this podcast and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye! XOXO Gossip Girl. Ew, I hate myself. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>